Over 2 million Americans are in prison and approximately 70 million Americans have a criminal record. Bad Boys Jail and Juvenile Ministries believes the church has a unique capacity and calling to respond to the crisis of crime and incarceration. In response, we present Inside Out. And now, our hosts, Wilson and Rascal. Welcome to the Inside Out show and podcast. This is Wilson along with Rascal, and this is where we spend a little bit of time helping each other find ways to position ourselves with purpose for positive change. Because in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you, and plans to give you a hope and a future. Well, today's show is a little bit different, a little bit different, but uh, before we get into that, I just want to say, how you doing, Rascal? Doing great. How you doing, Wilson? I am doing fine. I'm doing fine. Of course, I'm going to ask you our question that starts all of our podcast, a, a question that starts our podcast. What's the most beautiful place you've ever been Ooh. or seen? Or It's kind of a toss-up. I would have to say Israel, Garden of Gethsemane. Obviously, because that's where Christ prayed mm-hmm. before they came and led him away. That was beautiful. And I really like San Antonio, Texas. Okay. Very beautiful city, very clean city. Uh, the River Walk is yeah. amazing. Yes. So I always said if I ever had enough money to where that I could relocate, I would love to move there. So, San Antonio, that's a good San place. San Antonio. Yeah. My bit of heaven is a little bit smaller than San Antonio. Yeah. But it does have one thing in common with the garden. There's a tree there. Oh. Not the tree, but a tree. It was on an island called Washington Island up in uh, Wisconsin on the thumb there, way at the top. And I just remember one day I was sitting underneath the tree. Our whole family was up there for, I guess you would call a family reunion kind of thing. And I was sitting under these three and my family was just riding by on bikes, going to the ice cream shop or whatever. And I just thought it was such... A heavenly feeling. Tranquil. It was. Yeah. And that's kind of my go-to place in my mind when I get to get to those feelings that uh, things ain't right. Today's show, um, I led that question because our show today is on heaven. Ooh. Yeah, on heaven. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about this, a little bit about that, but let you know we're in a different place right now, a little we bit are. of heaven. A little piece of heaven. Yeah, what is that called? Crossroads Cowboy Church. And why is this important to you? Well, I'm the pastor here. There you go. And where's it at? It's in Williamsburg, Missouri, exit 155 off of Highway 70. So if they are out, not incarcerated, maybe a family member would like to visit, how would they get here? All they gotta do is come, if you're coming from St. Louis, you come west on Highway 70 to exit 155, Mm -hmm. get off at the exit, make a left across the highway, take the south outer road going back east, and we're probably maybe only about a half a mile down that road, just past, um, well, we're right across from Kingdom Building Supply. Yeah, you can see that from the highway. That you can, big. the Building Supply, the big red barn. Right, you, can you can't that. actually see the church in in the full summer. It sits right behind foliage. It. You can't yeah. see it from the highway, but yeah. And there's something special about a, you don't have a ball field. What do you have out back? We have an arena, a horse arena. Really, so this is a true cowboy Yeah, church. it is. We have lots of horses here on Thursdays. And then uh, one Saturday every, month we have a family fun day 
you know, where everybody come out and ride their horses, mm-hmm. and we have good food. Yes, there's always good food. Games there. to play. So. Now, do they have any type of Facebook presence or anything? We do. Online? We are on Facebook, and we are also, uh, my sermons you can see on YouTube, but you have to make sure that when you type in Crossroads Cowboy Church, you have to make sure that you follow that up with Williamsburg, because there's over a hundred Crossroads Cowboy Church in the United States, so you have to preference which one you're talking about. Right. Well, that's cool. I've been here a couple times. In fact, I've had the privilege of preaching. You did. Once. You filled in for me once. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's laid back for sure. Yes, very laid back. Uh, we are not judgmental here. Come as you are, and uh, we just love on people, and we have potluck every Sunday. Mm-hmm. So when you come to service, as soon as I wrap up my preaching. One of the trustees prays over our meal, and we go and get in line and eat. So we not only feed your spirit, we make sure that we're feeding your body while you're here. (laughs) Right. My last question. Do you have to wear cowboy boots to come here? Nope. You can wear anything you want. All right. Yeah, so it is pretty laid back. It is. We're here on remote. Um, Kind of an interesting little um, journey out here away from your house. You're in Wentzville, obviously. But... Um, we're out here and we decided to do a remote and we're going to do the best we can. Well, getting back to our topic of heaven, that's a big one. It is a big one. I did a, um, a sermon on this. and this the, What we're going to talk about, my portion of what we're going to talk about, kind of comes from that part of that sermon that I did. And I did a, um, a little bit of, I like to do statistics. Yes. And one of the statistics I found when I was researching this and putting this together for my sermon was that... 80% of the people think they're going to heaven. Oh, I know. Uh, just people in general. Just people in general. I would think it was probably higher than that. Right. And the the number one term when you kind of flush it out and ask them about it, you know, and not from so much a biblical question, but why, the, the most common answer you get is, well, I'm a good person. Yeah, I haven't done anything really bad. Right, right. Yeah. So, but we're, we're not going to get too heavy into that, but we are going to get into a little bit about... Um, heaven itself um one of the um one of the topics i talked about is um kind of describing heaven Mm -hmm. in terms of what we can understand now there's lots and lots of verses about heaven you know paved streets of gold and pearl gates and things like that but we're not going to get into that we're going to get into some more excuse and i I mean no disrespect down to earth kind of questions about heaven right and and one of the and one of the things is um we need to ask ourselves is what does the bible say about heaven mm-hmm. from a human perspective that's what we're trying to to flush out here and another question we would ask ourselves is why is that important to us you and me and our our friends that are listening the, the, the those that are incarcerated and those that aren't why is knowing about heaven important and i i kind of came up with four or five we're gonna maybe we'll get to all five maybe we'll get to three but i came up with four or five biblical answers okay okay and the first one is that heaven is a real place oh yes i mean it's as real as this church yes it is um and there's lots of scriptures but the first one i'll go to is john uh chapter 14 verses 1 through 3 and it says don't let your hearts be troubled trust in god trust also in me and here's here's the key to the verse here's the key to the verse now listen up in my father's house are many rooms if it were not so i would have told you yes it describes it as a house yes and why would they use those terms if it wasn't a real place 
True. You know what I mean? You know, a lot of people think of, oh, it's a cloud. We're going to be on a cloud. I'm going to pass your cloud. You're going to pass my cloud. And I'm going to, hey, you want to use my harp? I'll use your harp. Right. You know, that kind of thing. But no, it's a real place. In fact, and you're going to go a little more in depth of this than I am on this, but in Revelation, it describes it as a city. Yes. A real city with walls and other things that you may get into. But heaven is a real place. Yes. I mean, it's not just this mythical realm where we're just some sort of, you know, consciousness with right. no body and things like that, you know. Then the second question or the second point I brought up and that we're going to talk about, and this one I think is key for our friends that are incarcerated and, and for some of us as well because of, of the way this question reads. It says, heaven is a better place than where we are now. You got that right. Okay. I mean, th for the incarcerated, that's a no-brainer. Right. I mean, um, it's it's just a no-brainer. But for us on the outside, I mean, I know that our incarcerated friends don't get the news as much as we do, perhaps. Right. Things are going oh, yes. south. Yes, they are in a, in a handbag, oh. as Grandma used to say. I mean, you walk into any, any large uh, populated store or venue, and you can feel the tension. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, it, it's just things are really going south, and it's not a pleasant place to be. Because this is, and we're not going to get into the scripture as much, but this is this is Satan's realm, the world. It is. He, he controls and rules this earth. Right. So heaven is, uh, is a real place, and it's a better place. And I he, had always heard the myth that hell is spoken about more in the Bible than heaven. And I found out that's not true. Heaven has actually spoke about more than hell. Well, it should be. It should be. Right. And it says here in Hebrews 11, verse 16. Now, this is talking about the saints of faith, okay? It says, instead, they uh, were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. These are the saints of the Old and New Testament. You know, the people that have gone before us. Yes. It might even be your grandma. It could be. Right, you know, your grandpa or, or somebody else. And, you know, they've gone before us. They're going to a better place. Right. My wife, Anna, we asked me this question about um, one, of the, one of the ways I pitched this sermon was what we need to do to get to heaven. And, of course, the first and foremost is, is um, John 3.16, right? Believe, right. Believe in Christ. That's, that's our first one. But another one is that um, we need to serve with serve with through our faith and she goes well the thief on the cross you know he he didn't get to serve anywhere well i started to think about that but first i'm going to read this luke 23 43 now this is talking to the thief on the cross mm -hmm. right it says jesus answered him truly i tell you today you'll be with me in paradise now that speaks to that it's a better place right i mean there's no more terrible place than where they were exactly you Hanging know on the cross really i mean we i tried to describe what that scene would look like from a foot level not from a cross level not from looking up at the cross but looking down at your feet this hill was used to kill people for years and years and years yes. and years there's literally blood and tissue are running down this onto this this ground this soil right kind of uh and no disrespect if you've ever been to a junkyard you know from these cars the oils and the gases that leak yep. into the soils it never goes away right this I, I would assume that there's it's probably pretty much the same at this hill yeah very soiled with people's blood place very dark and dank and smelly place so he says to the, to, to the thief um i will see you in paradise well getting back to what 
Anoise said, said he did serve from that cross. Yeah. He spoke to that other unbeliever, and the people obviously heard what he said because that first thief said, you know, if you're if you're God, get us down. You know, right. show us your power. Show us, you know, come on, you you poser, get yeah. down from there. And the the thief that was in paradise with him at the end of the day with Christ said, hey, don't you know who you're speaking to? This right. is this is God. This is he didn't deserve any of this. And, and Jesus knew his heart and yes. he says, you know, so he was faithful in serving by witnessing to that man. Yes, he was. And to those below. But I think getting back to our, our point here, it will be a better place. Yes. It will be a better place, a paradise. Okay. And here's a couple um, that a lot of people that maybe aren't as connected to their faith as they should be asked, well, who's going to be in heaven? Well, you know, this person, that person, dogs will be in heaven, blah, 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 blah. You know, but I think we know for sure, absolutely 100% sure, three entities will be in heaven. God, Jesus, and the angels, because it right. says it. It says it. But also, it speaks of, the, like I said before, the saints that went before us. In Revelation 21.7, those who are victorious will inherit all, capital all of this, heaven, and, will be, and I will be their God and they will be my children. So who's going to be in heaven? The victorious. Yep. And what does victorious mean? The salva our salvation. We we are victorious over sin because Christ died on the cross and shed His blood to cover our sins and gives us the salvation that we need to yeah. enter heaven. That's right. Bingo. Right. We've overcome the consequences of our sin. That Correct. separation. So those are the people that are going to be in heaven. So. If you are a believer I, and you know some unbelievers I, and you want them in heaven, you better start talking right. to them. You better start talking to them. And if you're not a believer, you need to start talking to somebody who is a believer. Correct. And start flushing this stuff Get out. Get it right. I saw a sign driving up here from St. Louis up here in Williamsburg. There's a, a big billboard that says, you know, uh, God is truth. The Bible is truth. Right. Seek it. With seek the scriptures, yes, yeah, seek the scriptures. You yeah. know, with interest. Yeah. You know, as a child, so I would really much um, encourage you to get into the Word. And and finally, our fourth point is: uh, Will we know each other in heaven? Yeah, that's good. That's you know, will, or are we going to be on our own? Like I said, our own separate clouds, right? Or some playing the harp, or some you know, some you know, consciousness of of aura you yeah. know like mm, walk you know not walking just right. floating around and my mind does it well here's here's what it says in first Peter 510 and peter's talking to the persecuted church here he says after you have suffered for a little while the god of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in christ will himself perfect confirm strengthen and establish you awesome okay and uh, i read a little further in, in 1 Corinthians 13, 12, Paul um, is, is preaching about maturity in heaven. And I like what he says. It kind of speaks to that, that uh, perfection. Mm -hmm. Okay? It says, For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror. Then, we sh then in heaven, we shall see face to face. Now I know in part that I shall, true, I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. You love it. Fully known. Yes. Personalities. Yeah. Right now, I'm sure we're not going to do dirty jokes in heaven. Right. I mean, we'll have some discernment for sure. Yeah. But we will know each other. Yes. And that's that's cool. Yes. Yeah. Many theologians will tell you in deep study, biblical study, that we we will know those 
who were brothers and sisters here on earth but they actually say that they don't believe that we may even remember being here okay and we won't remember those who we've lost because that's a big thing you know a lot of people are like am i going to be sorrowful because certain ones aren't here that i loved on earth no we won't we won't remember any of this yeah because there's no sorrow in heaven there's no sorrow Right. right right so if we go back to our previous thing we asked why is heaven important to us why is it important to know it to believe it to want to go there and here are the the two things that i got from this study was um it brings perspective yes knowing and believing that we're going to go to heaven holds everything into perspective right because this is not our home no it's not we're just visiting here right and and that brings comfort to me not that i want the world to be a lousy place right i would love it to be perfect and it will be one day. Right. I mean, I would love it for today to be able to walk out of here and, and see everybody loving on each other. And, right. You know, and all the, the bad things are fixed, you know, but that's just not the case. Nope. But knowing that I'm going to go to heaven brings me to a perspective that, okay, this isn't my home. And it gives you a peace. Right. And then the other one brings this whole thing. It brings me hope. Yeah. I think it should bring us hope that we will be in perfect. We will be perfect and in a perfect relationship love it you know i think if in some regards the, the the troubles that we get in is because we're in imperfect relationships oh yeah certainly imperfect with our creator right imperfect relationship with our own self and imperfect with the people around us mm-hmm. so we act out we do things we shouldn't do be defiant right we'd be defiant but when we are perfected in heaven we can have hope in that perfection because we will have a perfect relationship right and we can love each other totally and completely we're going to recap this real real quick okay what does the bible say about heaven and this is from an Again, from an earthly perspective, if I can use that, and I'm not trying to be, you know, blasphemy or anything, but that heaven is a real place. Yep. That it's a better place than where we are. You betcha. And um, we will, uh, we know who's in heaven. We yes. know We can be confident of who's in heaven, and we can be confident we will be known, and we will know people in heaven. Yes. That's cool stuff. Wonderful. That is cool stuff. We're going to be a little bit... Um, kind of self-centered here oh my and we're going to talk about us a little bit and and what i mean by that is you sent out a newsletter um either monthly uh bi-monthly whatever would you tell us a little bit about that yeah every two months we send out a newsletter so there's six of them that go out every year um and they can go to any facility they now are we don't even have to we don't even now have to send to all these different facilities everything now gets sent to one facility in florida and then they run it through and scan it Uh and then they send it to each inmates pad they have one of those little i don't know they call them an ipad or Uh something but a pad and they read what we've sent them off the ipad this is all uh, missouri state uh, all through missouri but it all goes to florida before it comes back they do all the scanning in florida then they evidently send it straight to everyone's ipad so if you're not getting this you can get this, but you have to write to us and let us know that you want to start getting the newsletter, and we will send that to you. Um, get your paper and pen out, because in a second here, I'm going to give you that address so that you can write that down. Because we'll get your paper and pen. But what's in the newsletter is actually kind of like a sermon for me. I usually put a lot of my sermon notes in. I'll mm-hmm. make sure I put sermon notes in there. 
from my actual sermons that I do. And then we also have letters of encouragement from those who Lisa and I, my wife and I, have worked with and they have gotten off of probation and parole and now they're giving us their stories and their input yeah. to feedback to you to give you some encouragement for that. And then we usually try to put some cartoons, you know, incarcerated right. cartoons or something in there. Right. Just as a just as a funny. Sure. But that address, if you're ready now, is Bad Boys Jail Ministry. P.O. Box 125 Flint Hill Missouri 63346 and we will give that again at the end of the show right well that's good stuff and and, and sometimes there's other little articles in there and things like that oh yeah all kinds of tidbits that we can find and and send to you guys for your reading enjoyment right and you can get this at home too you don't have to be incarcerated nope you sure don't we have a lot of them that we send it directly to their home especially the ones that have come off probation parole we even send to your probation office nice yeah so if you're at pnp we make sure that we we're sending those there also right but you have to kind of keep us in informed of where you're at and where right. you're moving along sure, in the yeah, process. yeah yeah well we're going to move on and let's we're going to hear a little bit about what rascal has to say about heaven and uh and find out if uh indeed he um has got some godly insight yeah let's let's go for well that. i also did a sermon but i i had so much information I, it was overwhelming and i had to break it down into two different sermons and some of the things that i went over on those two sermons was does scripture refer to paradise and i also did something on how massive is heaven the size of heaven how old will we be in heaven and then we go over the tour that the angel takes john on wow i also went over will there be animals in heaven and then the beauty of heaven the colors and so forth that we will see when we get there mm -hmm. but the most important part of my the most important part of my glimpse of heaven part one and part two was actually who will get into heaven right right which is kind of what you spoke on and john was given a tour of heaven and he described how he saw things in his earthly terms right so revelation 7 9 says after this i looked and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation tribe people and language standing before the throne and before the lamb there were they were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hand now the bible does specifically tell us who will not be in heaven john 14 6 says jesus answered now this is jesus saying i am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me so see all these religions that think that they're worshiping Buddha or Muhammad and all that's not gonna get you into heaven you know in fact I don't think they even claim that those gentlemen if I can use that word claim that they're the way to heaven but they do say their works through their teachings through what they taught right right, right. right. 
So, so this Jesus, is a man that says it's him. Yes, Jesus says it is through him and right. him only. Right. So we have to remember that, you know, because I have actually even heard someone say a prime figure that does TV shows and all say, well, all roads lead to heaven. It doesn't matter who you worship. It doesn't matter what religion you are. All roads lead to heaven. And they actually said that it's like a wagon wheel and the hub is God and the spokes are all the different religions. Really? So they all lead to God. Well, you're not reading your Bible. No. Because when we read our Bible, it says, no one comes to the Father except through me. Right. Jesus Christ is the only way that we can get there. Acts 4.12 says, salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given by mankind which we must be saved. The only ones getting into heaven are those who will be trusting in Jesus and be born again. That's there it. Yeah. John 3, 3 says, and this was Jesus saying this again. Very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God and kingdom is heaven unless they are born again. And what do we mean by that born again? That means you have to accept Jesus as yep. your personal savior. Right. You have to admit that you're a sinner. It's mm -hmm. three parts. Admitting that you're a sinner, asking Jesus to forgive you and come into your life, mm -hmm. and then three, repenting of that sin and turning away from it. Does that mean you're not gonna sin anymore the rest of your life, Wilson? Uh, no, no. No, it just means that you're saying, you know what? I am gonna turn my back on that. I'm not gonna go into situations that could cause me to sin. It's a lot about intentionality. It's intentionality. Um, God has promised and prepared a place for us. First Corinthians 2.9 says, however, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. And then John 14, two and three says, my father's house has many rooms. Mm -hmm. If it were not so, I would have told you. Mm -hmm. I am going there to prepare a place right. for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you with me that you also may be where I am. I like that prepare because it means there's work being done. Yes. And it's it's real and it's not just this consciousness. Not hokey. It's not made, made up or fake. <laughs> right. So we have to remember that we have to have that born again, mm -hmm. which means you have to admit that you're a sinner, ask Christ to forgive your sins, and then repent of sins in order to have that rebirth. That's, See, we're all born right. in this earth. That's the physical birth. Everybody has that. But only a few have the second birth, the one that gets us into heaven. That's why the Bible tells us narrow is the road, right. way, the road that leads to everlasting life, and broad right. and wide is the road to destruction. that leads to destruction. I did a recent sermon that was on are you on Route 66 or Interstate 666? Oh, boy. <laughs> and it was primarily, it was about, you know, we need to be on the 66 books of the Bible. 
nice. to get us on the right road, the narrow road. And if you remember Route 66, was that a big broad interstate? No, not necessarily. It was a little two two yeah. lane road. Nice. But Interstate 666 is Satan's highway, and that sucker leads us not to heaven. No. That leads us to the H-E double hockey sticks. That's right. Right. That's right. So that's good stuff. I mean, you talk about the repentance that talks about uh, the, vict- the victory over sin. Right. You know, the being victorious over our, our sins and things of that nature. And ladies and gentlemen, we are not the, the smartest people in the shed or sharpest people. <laughs> Cracker in the, door, in the box. Whatever. You need to do your own research. Right. Take intentionally, when you when you decide to, to look in the scriptures, ask God just to reveal it to you before you even open the book. Oh, yes. It makes a huge difference right. when you're reading. Right. And just say, okay, maybe I'm coming from an atheist point of view or I'm coming from this other point of view, but Lord, I want to read your word and you just let me know what it says. And then it'll 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 reveal things that you need to know at right. that time. And all you have to do is ask him to give me wisdom, discernment, mm-hmm. and knowledge as I read. Right, right. Well, we hope that you've got a little more insight into heaven. Um, we'd like to hear what your heaven is like. If you'd like to write us at Bad Boys Jail Ministry, P.O. Box 125, Flint Hill, Missouri, 63346. We'd love to hear from you. Or we, like uh, Rascal said earlier, we can set out that uh, newsletter. Yes. That kind of thing. Um, if you are incarcerated, please include your, your number on that. So it'll, And your, your facility. Your inmate number yeah, your and your facility mm-hmm. so that we can get that out to you. Right, right, right. Well, I guess we'll uh, wrap it up for today and um, maybe go down the road and maybe do another I always love talking about heaven. Yeah, yeah, me too. Well, uh, remember, ladies and gentlemen, don't let the devil's schemes control your dreams. Amen. All right. See you later. Have a good one, Wilson. Bye, guys and gals.